Hi everybody, this is Maria Eva Jacobs coming at you live from iMorble Music. Thank you for joining me for my second podcast. I told you they'd be pretty regular. My first one was uh, the beginning of the month of May, and here we are May 27th. So uh, I just want to um, give you a brief synopsis as to what, what my podcasts are really about. We're talking in some shape or form of my book, Grateful Faith Healing and the Gift of Music. And I'll give you the truncated elevator pitch on what that book is about. It's really a resurrection story. It's about my life's journey and struggle, my entire adult life with bipolar disorder. And I live in remission today, which is strictly by the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ. We've been through some serious stuff together, and he never left my side, which is wonderful. Um, My first podcast was really about the nuts and bolts of finding a Christian literary agent. Uh, My memoir did find its way to one of the top 10 Christian literary agents in the country. And uh, the book is under consideration with some publishing houses right now. It's a difficult time to be making submissions, unfortunately. COVID culture has reached the book publishing world as well. But we're forging onward with these podcasts. I want you to know that they mirror my blog, which you can find at uh, gratefulauthor.com. You can read excerpts from the book there, and you can read some interviews that I've done for press and for radio, and you can find these podcasts, which is wonderful. So so that first podcast was uh, called Lessons from a Literary Agent, and just kind of went into detail about the process that uh, that I embarked on to find uh, a literary agent who would take on my book and really believe in it, and she does. This particular story we're going to talk about is titled, No One Said Remission Would Be Easy. Yes, I do live in remission. It doesn't mean it's a perfect walk. And that's what this podcast is about. So I'd like to start by reading you my blog, which you can find again at gratefulauthor.com. Hello, and thank you for joining me in my next featured blog. So much has happened since my last one on May 12th. So we're going to get right to it. While my last two blogs focused on the journey of writing the book and finding a literary agent, moving forward, I'm going to take time and focus on the reason for the book, and that is telling the painful story of living my entire adult life with manic depressive illness or bipolar disorder as it later came to be known. Also, of the subsequent joyful journey of renewing my life in Christ. He is my savior, healer, and provider. And he is the one who showed me how to get to the other side of a very dark mountain. As the title of this book would indicate, it happened when I finally became grateful. Grateful in all things, good, bad, and indifferent. And I did it through faith, healing, and the gift of music. It happened once I realized how much I loved the giver so much more than the gift. Wow, how my life changed so rapidly when I learned that lesson. I found myself living in remission and able to secure successful work, develop my craft, enjoy and respect relationships, and most importantly, embark on a richer faith life. All of those things suffered tremendously before I was able to come to terms with the fact that I was underestimating a vicious disease and what it was doing to me. Camouflaging itself as health when in reality it was slowly whittling away at all of the above by causing a flawed thinking process and even paranoia. How confusing it must have been to those people around me to whom I appeared fine at times. 
until that awkward point in a conversation that left them scratching their heads and wondering why the run-on sentences and expressions of fear. These were things that would eventually cause many of them to leave my life. And that was painful. For anyone who knows the ugly truths of bipolar disorder, episodic thinking does not always mean complete dysfunction. Oftentimes, someone with bipolar disorder may appear for perfectly fine, but they're making some poor choices and, and they're chalked up to being immature or disruptive or difficult to be around. Those people don't know those ugly truths, and they were often compassionless. How could they be anything else, right? They didn't know what they didn't know, and I get that now. I elaborated a bit on this in my book. So here I am today, living in remission. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means my work and my craft, my relationships and my faith are all solid. On paper, I have never been happier or more productive, and nothing appears broken. That's what's on the surface anyway. But what is going on when I'm not pushing through five jobs, helping care for my mother in a dementia decline, being a COVID teacher, and learning to live on my own again after 14 years, having just left a husband? There were nights over this past year where I would cry myself to sleep with ideation and catastrophic thinking, reliving past trauma, doled out by people to whom I gave far too much control and whom apparently still had some kind of hold on me. The emotional immune system I spoke often of in my book was impaired again, and I didn't address it until recently. I would really love to say that when through it all with grace, but why should I lie? (laughs) I didn't go through it all with grace. On the contrary, emotional triggers were going off like landmines in a war, including painful moments and tearful, fear-filled, profane rants with people fortunately I knew I could trust. Kept it in a closed forum, but that really doesn't help. Because each one left me with a deep scar. Trust me, just because you didn't say it to the hurtful person's face doesn't mean your heart is clean. Was my trauma real or contrived by a cunning and deceptive disease? Well, that's a great question. And if you're asking it, you should really consider being a shrink. That's something I had to come to terms with, but I couldn't do it without help. Yes, I asked God to heal me. I asked him to make clear in my mind and my heart the truth about the people from my past, the people in my present, so that I could put that thinking to rest and maybe extend that peaceful olive branch where I may have made one too many admitted missteps. Now, we all know that Jesus is a healer, but that doesn't mean medical care isn't sometimes required. So after more than a year of mounting stress and tearful, fearful nights that were now multiplying, I reached out for help, medical help. And my brilliant doctor knew just what to do. He always did. I was very trepidatious about changing my medication after years of success, but I could no longer live with the flawed thinking that was escalating. Here's where God showed his glory. These transitions can be brutal. I was still working, And I prayed that this transition would not cause disruption in my life and my work. God kept me through this process, as he always has. I mean, have you ever looked out a dirty window that you could hardly see through and and then wiped it crystal clean and enjoyed the view, finally? 
Well, that's the best way that I can think of to describe what this new regimen has done for me. And God kept his promise that he would not leave me throughout the process. Has my traumatic past changed? No. But is it affecting my present or my future the way that the disease once again told me it was? Also, no. Glory to God who brought me through another one. Praise him for his grace and his mercy. As with all emotional situations in life, I wrote about it. As I was reliving those painful relationships, I wondered if they would ever be repaired or would that olive branch remain broken? I guess that's a conversation for another podcast. God inspired me with this song, as he always does when I'm working through something difficult. But how do you make the words olive branch singable? I mean, what really rhymes with branch, right? Well, you don't, apparently. As a songwriter, I look for creative ways to say things we've all heard before, so I did some digging. I learned that the Greek mythology goddess Athena had a sacred tree, the olive tree. Well, I didn't need much more than that. It sent me writing furiously. Actually, this song kind of wrote itself. You can probably put the rest together as you listen to Athena's Tree. I self-recorded this with a very handy home studio, little over the size of my fist. It's a very basic recording, but it speaks to my heart, and I hope it does yours. Please look for the corresponding podcasts that you'll be able to find here on Anchor, also on Apple and Spotify, to name a few. Please enjoy Athena's Tree. God bless. Just looking for life that used to be You're broken like the fallen limb from a thief's tree Thank you.
See. 